bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hello, Monday. Hope you're all doing well. And let's see. I think I have something specific today. Yes. Wanted to talk about your equipment, a, a character's equipment. And what I mean by that is what he has on hand and what's in his backpack. Not what he's got stored somewhere with his gold and such. That's not going to do me any good anyway. There is a certain article in Dragon Magazine that I like to use for all my games. It is in Dragon number 191 because it really makes you think about it. It's Dragon number 191, and the article's called Different Totes for Different Folks. And it's an expanded equipment list for basic D&D. And I find it useful for many a game aside from that, because it gives you your standard stuff, but it also gives you other things that are not in the standard equipment list. At least the standard equipment list of basic D&D. But like I said, you can use this for anything. They have they have the items, the descriptions or notes, and the cost and the encumbrance. Because some people keep, keep up with encumbrance. So, now, there are some basic things you usually have. Like, you know, flint and steel, rope, a backpack, things like that. But this really makes me think about other things that can be used. And other things that can be used in in replacement of other things. And I highly encourage some people to find this this copy, the copy of the, this issue whether on PDF or physically and I think these should be used as either a substitute or an addition to an equipment list on practically any OSR game, as far as I'm concerned. Because you know, when I make a character, I always try and think of something that I can carry that'll individualize my character in a way that, like, well, I, other people, well, I wouldn't think of taking that. No. That's him or her. So, things I always said... I want a jar of bear grease. I don't know what I'm going to use it for, but I want a jar of bear grease. And it has come in handy more than once. It made things slick, which is good sometimes for tripping up enemies and things like that. Or I've been carrying around, a lot of my characters now, I've been carrying around a Dutch oven because I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube about bushcraft and, you know, camping out and survival of the bush and all that kind of stuff, and cooking and things. And so, instead of carrying a pot, I say, I carry a Dutch oven. Oh, well, that's cool. Okay, fine. And it it just it individualizes a character, and it, it may come in handy. You never know. I'm looking at this list here from that article I'm talking about. I mean, they have things on here that you, you, know, you don't always think about, like a block and tackle. I think of a block and tackle every once in a while because, well, it, they come in handy, but they are a bit cumbersome. 
And also, it says here, it, it, see, it reduces the weight of hauled objects up to 25%. But at the same time, it takes four times the amount of rope. So you kind of carry like 200 feet of rope with you. And you wonder, well, why is that? I said, well, have you ever seen a block and tackle? You, you have, it, it's basically a, a, uh, a physics thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, a leverage thing. And, you know, you need enough rope to go around a couple times in the block and tackle and then do what you want. Because that's the whole point of it, is to haul and pull stuff up and things like that. Now, that may be a little cumbersome for, say, trying to break into a castle by climbing the wall. But at the same time, if you've got that big old cliff that you're trying to get up, it might come in a little handy, especially if to haul stuff like, say, an animal or something like that. Also, everybody knows the old torch. The old torch. And it only burns so long. Let's see what this article says about torches. Yeah, they burn for an hour. And they shed a light in 30-foot radius. Well, there's alternatives here. You ever think of taking a candle? That That is a nice little holdout thing in case you run out of torches or something like that. You can use that. That burn also burns an hour and shot shines a light in a 10-inch radius. But also, lanterns. I love lanterns. My characters carry lanterns all the time. Those burn, because those burn for four hours and give you a 30-foot radius illumination. But even better, if I can get away with it, if the GM will let me, and I have the money, is a bullseye lantern. Those are the kind of lanterns that, you know, it's just a round, it's a lantern with a big round front that that just that just it it focuses the light because that'll burn for four hours but also it'll illuminate a cone a hundred feet long with and 20 feet wide 20 foot at the 20 foot base so you can really see a lot further if i can get away with it i'd like a bullseye dark lantern, which means it's got a couple of doors on the side that you can close in case you don't want the lantern to, you know, you want to leave the lantern on, but you want to, you want to keep it closed for some reason or other. Maybe you're sneaking by or something like that. Things like utility hammers, you know, hammers like, and, and chisels, they have chisels in here too. Uh, utility hammers are for, you ever, you ever, Oh, big, big stone in the way. Well, if it ain't too big, I can take the hammer and chisel and get, you know, chisel it out. It might take me about an hour, but I can do it. And at the same time, it's a backup weapon. It does a D3 of damage. I always like things like a backup weapon, weapons like chisers and chisels and hammer, chisers, chisels and hammers and things like that. Because if, you know, if you need a weapon, there it is. Um, maps. He goes on on. They go on map. Everybody, you know, maps of the meat and drink of these kind of adventures. You know, they got map explorers, map detailed, and map general, and they, and the like. The explorers map is speculative. They say it may or may not be there. Uh, magnifying glass, studying fine details, and fire starting. There's another. There's another way of starting a fire, which you really need to know. Papyrus, parchment, a parka. I mean, if you're going to do anything up in the cold climates, you really want something like a parka. 
Also got your regular quiver, which holds 20 arrows, but they also have a back quiver. You can't wear a backpack with it, but it holds 50 arrows. And a belt quiver, which holds 10 crossbow quarrels, which, which begs the question, why can't you have a belt quiver that holds regular arrows? I'm sure you could make one or figure out how to do it. A pound of salt. It's preserved for preserving meat or monster parts. Yes, this doesn't have anything to do with battle, you know, combat or anything, but you know, these are the kind of things you want to think about. And some and some game masters will expect you to think about stuff like this or you're gonna carry it. A waterproof scroll case holds one map, one scroll, or ten leaves of parchment. And it's waterproof. They've got blank spell books, holds twenty-four spells. A covered spell book, is, which is waterproof. Same thing, 24 spells, waterproof. A two-man tent, a four-man tent. Twine, uh, a whistle. Do you ever think of carrying a whistle? You can use, if you if you got the right kind of whistle, and I don't mean just like a coach's whistle or something like that, although I, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past one of my characters to have one, but I'm talking about the long whistles that you can make out of wood or whatever, or metal, that you can actually use for things like distracting monsters or bird calls. If you know how to use them to do bird calls, you could possibly help out with like the hunting. You know, call calling a, a pheasant or something like that or a turkey and just, you know, helping out like that. The whistles are, are really, really handy. A vial of ink. Enough to write 50 pages, and it's also, you can throw it in somebody's eyes or something like that. And it goes on and on and on here. It's only about a, it's a, it's a what, a two, th one, two, three page article in Dragon number 191. It's March of 1993. So check that out, and I encourage you to come up with your own equipment lists. For your characters or the characters in your party, if you're a game master. And I encourage you to do this. I encourage the players to come up with things like that. Think about, and the whole, the whole, to me, the whole idea, not the whole idea, but a majority of the idea of, of role-playing, having a character, is thinking outside the box. Because that's how you win at combats, and that's how you succeed. So think about equipment next time. Think about what... And something that could differentiate your characters, make them unusual and more fun to play. So that's something to think about. Okay, I'm going to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about this or anything, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. As you know, we're monetized. And if you want to help out, it's as little as 99 cents a month. You can help me out, and I thank you. And thank you again to Do Jonathan Dorje Wendell, Jessen Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, and Daniel Reynolds. You guys are great. Don't forget Mark's, Mark Walring's The Yawning Owlbear Podcast. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm -hmm.